Welcome to the Self-Made Writers Podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you your regular dose of writing adrenaline. podcast today. Um, Karen and I have been friends for a long time, real long yeah. time. Um, and she is just a really talented person in a multitude of ways, uh, from graphic design to content creation. Um, but today she's going to be sharing with us her own blogging journey, which I think is going to be helpful for some of you guys, because as you know, the new focus for me is really just trying to help encourage these self-made writers. And I think it's important for everybody to hear the journeys everybody else goes through so that it can be encouraging for you. And some parts of this may um, resonate with you. Some of it may not. Some of it may be something you experience later or never, but I think it's important to tell these stories. So I appreciate Kira being on here. Um, So first question is, what is your blogging background story and when and how did you get started? Um, It was probably about 2015 because that's the year my son was born. So I I decided that I wanted to try to work from home. So I started a blog, didn't know what I was doing at that point, like at all. (laughs) And so I just kind of ran out of steam with it. And I started doing design work for another blogger and that was making money. So I was happy because I could, you know, stay home. I could help with finances and, you know, everything was working well. So as I worked with this blogger, though, I did learn a lot about blogging and I started investing in that because that was always something that I really wanted to do in the back of my mind. I was pretty upfront about, you know, wanting to do that. So I started another blog in 2017 and that one was graphic design because I was already doing it and it was already working and I was good at it, talented at it. So I wanted to kind of go in that direction. So really quick, Um, what was your first blog topic? So that one was, well, again, did not know what I was doing. Right. I started with the parent parenting niche. Yeah. Okay. And then quickly I'm like, my son's like four months old. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing now. And he's going to be seven. Right. So I'm not the person that I, I need to be reading parenting blogs, not writing one. So then I kind of shifted because all my articles were um, kind of military focused. Cause at the time we were dealing with a lot of those things. My husband had started his military career. So then I kind of shifted into this military spouse family uh, niche. So, and I, I actually still have that one. It's, it just kind of sits there and collects pennies with AdSense every <laughs> once in a while. But, um, but yeah, that's where that started. Okay. So then um, you transitioned into this design blog and that worked well for you. Yeah. So what I always loved about blogging is just like the various avenues, like all these different income streams coming together in this one like hub. And I liked that I could write and tell stories and help others and do all this different things and just be me 
and, and be able to monetize that. Yeah. Where the next blog, the graphic design one, kind of started shifting in the fact that it didn't feel like a blog. It felt like a traditional business that had a product that needed to be sold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you're just monetizing with just digital products and not really anything else, then the sole focus of all of the content you create is to attract a buyer for that product that you're right. trying to sell. Right. So that's where it didn't really feel like a blog anymore. Right. I wasn't being me. I was being this person that had to create one thing and sell that thing all the time. Right. So it didn't feel anymore like a blog based business where the business no. was built on writing articles and being creative. It was more of I've got a product to sell. So now every article I write has to have targeted copy that leads these people to buy this thing. Exactly. And it was a lot of email marketing and it was a lot of, you know, and then I feel also like the audience was bloggers. So so I feel like they were kind of in this blog mindset where if you think about a business like Old Navy, you don't get mad when they send you an email that wants you to buy their product because you know that Old Navy is a business that needs to sell their product. Right. Whereas that's kind of how I was ending up coming across to people. And I didn't like that, if that makes sense. So for Um, you, those changes, like the change from like the freedom to write, create, and then from going from there to selling was the part that was the heart. Like, I think you did it well, but I think you would say based on our conversations, there was a breakdown and your love of what you were doing over time. Right. I wasn't a blogger anymore. I wasn't even a content creator. I was a salesperson. And, you know, that gets hard on top of, you know, all of the changes that were also happening in the world. Yeah. Okay. So what do you feel like made you decide to pivot out of what you were doing with the um, design blog, like basically digital design blog and, and move into your new space, which is a DIY blog, right? Yeah. DIY home renovation. Um, I just feel like, I think a lot of people that are into blogging, they're just so focused is always like just to make it just to get to where they want to go. And then once you get to where you wanted to go, it might not always look the way that you envisioned it looks. Now there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of expectations. Um, 2020 was hard for everyone. And I don't think that a lot of people realize that the person behind the screen that they're uh, directing their frustrations at was also having a hard time. You yeah. know, I would get, and I think I talked to you about this too. I was like, is everybody just like being mean lately? Like what's going on? Um, you know, I was getting responses about, you know, just, and anytime I send out an email, I just felt like the, the, this negative energy. And I was really starting to struggle with my mental health as well. Cause I was just feeling very stuck and very unhappy and, and all this pressure from having that level of a business that you're trying to scale even more so that you can, you know, everybody was dealing with financial issues. We personally had a lot of unexpected expenses, which required more money. So like right. when you're all always trying to do that, the pressure and it gets very overwhelming and that type of thing. So in 2020, I turned 30 and I had spent most of the the year lying on the couch, crying, um, watching Pixar movies. Yeah. (laughs) Like you do. (laughs) Like you do. (laughs) 
Um, and I, and I thought I have probably a good 20 plus years left of like my career years. And is this what I really want for myself? Is it what I want for my family? Cause let me tell you how, when mom's not happy, you know, you snap at your partner and you snap at your kids and, and nobody's happy when somebody in the family is not happy. And so instead of just trying to do anything, because I felt so stuck, I thought, okay, well, let me try therapy. Let me go on medications. Let me try to do something to fix the way that I feel when nothing's ever going to help that when there's one specific thing that's making you feel that way. Right. So basically Um, like you had a stressor and you were doing everything you could to manage the stress but not necessarily dealing with the thing that was causing the stress. Right. Because I felt very stuck. There were all these people that, um, you know, liked me that, that wanted to have me show up in their inbox and wanted to support me. And I didn't want anybody to be left down, uh, uh, let down. Right. I was so focused on doing whatever I could so that other people weren't mad at me that I was starting to put that ahead of myself and my family. So that's where I think the shift started to happen. And then in November of 2020, my grandfather died very unexpectedly. Um, And all of that from all of 2020 and all of the mental health issues that I was facing and then the death that I wasn't expecting just spiraled me. I couldn't even stop crying. I was having panic attacks and it would spiral into another panic attack. And the only thing that I could think to do was put my coat and my gloves on and go outside and build something. Um, I fired up the saws and I built a box for under my Christmas tree and it was just the thing that I turned to when I didn't feel in control of anything else. It was the thing that got me out of bed in the morning when I was in the middle of a project. It was the thing that when I thought about doing it, I could see the next 20 years easily. Yeah. I was like, I want to do investment properties. I want to do Airbnb. I want to renovate uh, flip houses. I want to do charity builds. I want to go into somebody else's house that's struggling or having a hard time or maybe has special needs or a chronic illness or even just somebody that's given back to the community, like a military family, and transform their space for them with the help of brands so that they don't have to pay for it. And I can do all the work. And like, that just fires me up when I think about it. That's something that like makes me happy. And I think about it and I'm like, that's where I belong. Just being in that space. Like I don't have to worry about copycats. Everybody lifts me up. There's no, like there's room for everybody in that space. I feel like we're, there's so many other people that we're all doing the same thing, but yeah, we all want to share each other and we want to help each other. And we were like, Hey, you got this contact. Let me give you their email. You want to try to find a rug? Let me, you know, send you what I got. Like, yeah. I just find that so refreshing after five, four years mm-hmm. of just feeling like everybody was taking my ideas and, and yeah, you know, not it's a hard place to be in. I'm like this past <laughs> week, I sent out an email to my, um, Treks of blog success members talking about like the past year for me and like 2020 and just the whole, you know, me being on my own journey and, I was really thankful that you were willing to like take the time 
and be authentic in this episode, because I think it's the hard parts that I think a lot of times, like everybody's just trying to save face. Like everybody, most of the time is like, I've got to maintain this persona of control, this persona of I've got my crap together persona of like, I'm killing it. Badass businesswoman, like however you want to do it, you know? And then it was like, Cause you and I, I know, I mean, we had several conversations in our journey where you were making a great income, like yes. really good income. And you would say, but I'm not here. And I would say, could you take a step back and recognize, <laughs> you know, as a coach, that's my job. But I also felt the same stress, right? Like, because it seemed like these bars started to get set in general. And then you would reach a bar, which you thought was ridiculous for yourself. Like you'd say to yourself, like if I had a regular job, I would never have made this much money. Right. For me, I don't know that I would have ever made more than $50,000 a year, unless I had some kind of like sales job with really high commissions or something. Right. Like, I just don't think in any of my nonprofit career options that I probably would have pursued without blogging, I would have made more money than that. No, I was in the same boat as an LPN. I was working at a jail, which is one of the higher paid LPNs. And I don't think that 50, I, I would have hovered around 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to make, you know, have a $6,000 or $7,000 income month was like a huge deal because it was like, man, this is like, this is like a big deal, you know, or even a $10,000 a month. But then suddenly like you'd reach that goal and somebody else you knew would be at like 15 or 20. And you're like, oh, the bar's been raised again. Like this isn't, you know, because in our space, so many people were sharing income reports that it made you never feel almost good enough. Right. Because you're like, I'm not making that much. So I'm apparently not working hard enough. And I would also argue that maybe, I mean, looking back now, now that you said it out loud and I'm thinking back, because I did say that all the time. I was like, I don't think I'm there yet, but maybe there wasn't a dollar amount. Maybe there was just that I wasn't in the right career, you know, quote unquote, whether it's a blog topic is your career. I mean, everybody's allowed to quit a regular job or change careers in in normal jobs. right? Right. So what is the difference between shifting to a different business or shifting mm-hmm. your business, even if it's not completely changing your business like yeah. you did? I was just going to say, maybe that's the difference between getting there versus, you know, not always a dollar amount. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that like I was talking about in my recent email, I said, you know, you get to be a badass businesswoman because you decided to publish your first blog post. Like when you decide that you're going to have a business, whatever it looks like, that makes you that it's not a dollar amount that you have to get to that makes you successful. The fact that you are taking your future into your own hands, that you, you are making a decision about what you want to do and you get to decide your destiny with that. Like that is badass businesswoman living, right. in my opinion. And there's not any number, like dollar number that makes you awesome or, you know what I mean? And I think like there's been plenty of people in our industry who have, you know, they have similar stories. Like I think that a lot of people can look at people who had singular paths that were quick and worked like gangbusters for them. And that's what everybody wants, right? Like you, you, if you're going to work on something, we're all impatient. We all want to see full-time incomes as quickly as possible. Right. But 
in those modes, we also run into situations where we get in deep and we're like, this is not really what I wanted. This is not that right. enjoyable. And I think we make compromises for ourselves. We are like, okay, well, this is working. So this is what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to feel that stuck. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, just cause it's working doesn't mean it's making you happy. Right. And, and it's very difficult often and very, like if you have a service-based business, even so, like if there's a service-based element to the blog that you've created, it can get exhausting sometimes. Like, um, I would argue as well, like service-based and product-based are the same. Cause I think as soon as somebody spends their money and not everybody, right. not everybody, but there are some people, whether they're paying for a service or they're paying for a product, you automatically have, they have this expectation for you. Yeah that is, and just some people is never going to be enough. It's not. So I think it's just been an interesting like journey, like the longer you're in it, the more you have perspective and, you know, and things like that. And part of the reason, like, even for me, like that I pivoted this podcast into a more pure form of what I feel like it should be is because I got to that point with what I was doing where I was like, I don't want to be another internet marketing person you know, who just isn't like, I don't want to lose myself in this. And that's easy to do. It's easy to do. I'm trying to think of how to say what I'm trying to say. Like, it's easy to get caught up in trying to deliver for everybody that experience they expect to have out of blogging based on so many success stories, including your own. But getting back to the basics of what you're doing, like most people started blogging because they liked writing. And they were passionate about writing. And so this episode for me is really to say, if you got into what you were doing and you decided that you didn't love it or you needed to make a pivot or it wasn't exactly what you thought it was supposed to be, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, There's a book that I was talking about at the last um, Treks of Blog Success membership meeting. We had a QA and a and I was talking about this book called Burnout. And in that book, they talk about stress cycles and stressors and things like that. And one of the things that we talked about was like, you know, how do you manage expectations when um, like, like when you fall short on something that you expected that you were going to like do well with, like, how do you cope with the failure essentially? Right. And they just had some really interesting perspective about, you know, being able to take a step back and, you know, if you have control over it, starting to pivot and make changes based on what you have control over. And if you don't have control, you have to do some reframing where you ask yourself, like, do I need to redefine what winning is for me? And I think that for us, that's kind of the journey that you and I have been on in the past year is we had to define, we had to redefine what winning was. And for us, winning was (laughs) being happy and finding joy in what we were doing again versus a dollar amount. Right. I'd agree 100%. So if you're listening to this and you felt pressure or stress or something associated with dollar amounts in your life as a blogger, I hope that you'll just take a deep breath and release that deep breath (laughs) and take a step back and ask yourself, like, are you enjoying what you're doing? And if not, what do you need to relinquish? What do you need to let go? What do you need to pivot on so you get back to enjoying what you're doing? And for some people that might be like them saying, well, I need money. I do need money. And you have the option to turn your blog into something that you hate to earn money, 
or pick up a second job that you actually like that earns money while you do your blog and continue to pursue income that helps you live without having to do a, a regular job. Like there's so many options. And that's part of the reason why, you know, a lot of the interviews that I've been doing lately are of like children's self-published children's writers and self-published book authors and freelancers because blogging doesn't have to be the only thing. Right. You can use your skills in a lot of ways. So um, last question is what wisdom would you pass along to other bloggers who find themselves in a similar situation as you? You know, just like you said, you don't want to compromise what you want out of life for a dollar amount, just like you said. <laughs> but as a recovering people pleaser, <laughs> I want to stress the fact that you can't, it is okay for you to make decisions for yourself and for your family and not just so that people on the internet or even people that have invested you in you and supported you in the past are just not mad at you because honestly, the people that I reached out to and told them about my pivot they were so supportive and so kind. And I was just so nervous because I don't want anybody to be upset with me or disappointed with me, even though I know that that happens. You're not, and not everybody's going to like you all the time. Right. Um, But for me, the people that mattered the most were still supportive of me. Um, So I think that sometimes it's hard to look outside of yourself because you don't want to be selfish, but it's very much like parenthood where they say, you know, and I have lost myself when I had my son, I've lost myself in just this mom role. This wasn't Mm -hmm. who I knew, Um, you know, and they tell you all the time, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to fill your cup. And the same thing goes in business. You can't serve people when you're pouring from an empty cup. Yeah. So you have to do what you need to do to fill your own cup and have your own joy so that you can give back. Well, and I think that a lot of people in our community probably identify with that because a lot of people in our community are either people with kids. um, They are people who are caring for you know, it could be adult kids. It could be um, kids with some kind of disability. It could be parents, aging parents, like have a full, they might have a full-time career. There's all these elements that are playing into the fatigue they feel and how they're stretching themselves. And so sometimes when they get to their blog, they may feel like they just don't have anything left. Um, And then you pile expectation on top of that and it just sucks all the joy out of it completely. So I just really appreciate that you were willing to come on and share your story. You know, I was in the same boat last fall. Like I had decided, I told my husband, I was like, I need to take a break from coaching because I've been doing this for four years straight. And I said, I'm tired. Like, I was like, I love helping people. and I love encouraging people. I was like, but I don't have, I don't have it right now to give anymore. And he was like, well, then just hit pause, you know? And thankfully like thrifty little mom, continues to create passive income. So even though I'm taking time off, you know, I, I'm still getting income from the blog. And then you, you were able to sell your website um, that you have makes good money as well. Yeah. And so you have a spouse who can support you. My husband makes an income. So, you know, it's, it was just, I'm just thankful that I had that opportunity because I, and I, I think that a lot of people, like I was scared, I was really scared to look at people that I had worked with for, you know, years 
as a coach and say, I'm taking a step back. I have to take a step out for my own self. Like I got to take care of myself. And same thing, like everybody was super supportive. Like I mean, that, that's what they at least told me, you know, everybody yeah. <laughs> was very kind about it. Um, and they understood, you know, and so I could have just kept going, but I was in the same boat. Like I was empty. Like there was not very much left for me to give. Um, and I needed to kind of take a step back and deal with some of my own life things. And I think as women, we feel guilty for doing that sometimes. Like we feel guilty for taking time to manage our mental health because we are always givers. Um, right. In this burnout book, I think they call it human giver syndrome that a lot of women suffer from. And human giver syndrome is that we just constantly give and give and give in every area of our lives to the point like where we have nothing for ourselves. And so internally and mental health wise, we're falling apart. Our bodies are falling apart. Like we're not okay, (laughs) but we don't feel okay acknowledging that because we need to be tough. Like we need to be, you know, strong whatever, but I've spent more time for anyone because then once you're struggling, you're like, why am I the only one struggling? Yeah, exactly. And all this time, somebody close to you, I mean, people need to know it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's okay for you to see a therapist and it's okay for you to take medication. If you need to take, like those things are all okay. Um, because it's you deciding that you're worth, you're worth it. And that's not always easy for us to do. So again, I really appreciate that you're on the show, Kara. If you guys are listening again, just want to encourage you, you know, if you're feeling burnt out or whatever, take a step back and ask yourself, like you may be dealing with the stress, but are you dealing with the actual stressor and what is the stressor? You know, I can tell you, there's been a lot of people in the community who are like, you know, I just took a pause on my blog and, you know, and I think they feel guilty about that. And I'm like, it's still there. It still exists. It'll keep existing until you stop paying for hosting, (laughs) you know, like, and, you know, there's been plenty of people who have said, oh my God, like I walked away from my blog from like, for like three months. When I came back, my traffic was higher than it was when I left. I'm like, that is the nature of the beast. Like, that's what it is. So if there are seasons when you need to take a break, it's not going to (laughs) die. That is the best thing about traditional blogging. That's where I actually felt the most up because when it's a product-based business, there's no stepping back for three months and then coming back to it when you're ready. Mm -hmm. You, that was the reason I needed to sell so that it wasn't something that was just going to be shut down and then everybody loses access to everything. I just wanted to be able to keep it alive. Right but be able to step back myself. Yeah. And so that when you have an actual, like a content based business, a blog based business, that is the beauty. Cause like you said, they're little mom. You can just let it sit there mm-hmm. while you work on other things and then go back and then and go back and forth when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thank you guys all for listening to this episode. Please check out Kara's new blog. What is it again, Kara? Uh, Project DIY Cool. And I'll, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, but again, I appreciate your time. I thank you for your vulnerability because I know it's not easy to talk about these things sometimes, but I think that there are people who may be listening and hopefully like you encourage them or inspired them to be able to consider what is the actual stressor in their life? And is it possible for them to take a look at that and eliminate it or step away from it or take a break from it? Um, and then come back to it or, you know, in a new form when they're ready and feel no shame, um, you know, no discouragement because so much of what we do is a journey. And a lot of times like we're on a path and if we can reframe it this way to say like, I may not have ended up where I thought I was going to be, but 
I did learn so much from every step of that journey. Like even for me, like I'm about to step into a new thing, right? Because my husband's opening a brewery and you know, I'm going to be in charge of marketing, but this is marketing a brick and mortar business, which I don't, I, I mean, concepts are the similar, yeah, but it's a different, <laughs> it's a different delivery system. Right. And it's a different yeah. everything. And so there's just a lot to learn there and process and stuff like that. And had I, I mean, I never imagined that I would be doing this, but I can look back and say, I'm really thankful for all the marketing education that I had because that's brought me to this point. And I will be able to not start from scratch with being able to help them with that. So there's a lot of positive things to see from the journey that you've been on, even if you pivot. Right. Definitely. Anyway. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today to hang out with me. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you are new to the idea of becoming a self-made writer and you want some help understanding how that kind of works in this day and age, I want to encourage you to follow the link in the show notes and get my free ebook, How to Kickstart Your Writing Career at Any Age or Stage. And if you're a person who's already like, yeah, I've already kind of got this going, but I'm on the struggle bus for like how to do it consistently, like how to be successful at it, how to figure out how to educate myself about how to do this, I want to invite you to consider joining my school and squad community. And you'll find a link to that in the show notes as well. And you can go check out all the classes that I have, um, all the support that I have. We do stickers for people who actually do stuff and like make accomplishments and you can earn points like we have this really awesome community that is super positive super supportive and everybody there is looking to be able to build an online writing career we are all there to support each other on that journey and we would love for you to be a part of that group if you are not currently so please go check out that information i'll see you next time and remember whatever you do this week just keep writing <laughs>